Greetings, greetings, and welcome to the show. This is Wrong Place, Right Crime. I am your host, Frank Zafiro, and this is an open and shut episode with Rhonda Armbrust. Now, Rhonda writes a series that features a character involved in remote viewing. If you don't know what that is, don't worry. She's going to talk about it. And uh, then she's branching into something a little more contemporary as well. And we're going to get into that, too. But before we talk to Rhonda, I do want to let you know that Wrong Place Rate Crime is proudly sponsored by Down and Out Books. Down and Out Books is a mid-sized publisher of crime fiction, much of it from the darker and grittier end of the spectrum. If you dig that, you can find out more at their website, downandoutbooks.com. That's Down and Out Books, all spelled out, dot com, Down and Out Books. Take the journey with us. All right, well, let's not fool around uh, and just get straight into our conversation with Rhonda Armbrust, who, as I mentioned, writes a a series of uh, three books uh, involving a female protagonist named Jazz, uh, who is engaged in remote viewing. And like I said, if you don't know what that is, you're going to find out. Here's Rhonda Armbrust. Well, hey, Rhonda, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. I always like to start the show kind of uh, talking about the guest background and so forth. And and one of the things I found interesting about you when we were talking before uh, we started recording was that you have some skills and some some professional backgrounds that really tie directly into your books. Yeah, I think so. Um, I had and I do still uh, practice hypnotism and how to practice and am a certified psychiatric rehabilitation specialist. So uh, like my protagonist uh, experiences post-traumatic stress disorder and things like that, that I kind of draw on from my background. And that ties directly into your, your remote viewer series. And the uh, first book is called Shadow Rescue. And, you know, when I was reading up on this and preparing for the show, it reminded me a little bit uh, of a film called Men Who Stare at Goats, which, oh, yeah. <laughs> which I know is kind of a, an odd film, but, but there's a basis of fact in it, in, in it that both the Soviet Union and the United States governments have explored, and you can call it supernatural, you could call it, you know, whatever you want to call it, uh, as possible avenues to increase their ability to conduct uh, spy operations or even, you know, to use an open warfare. And that's exactly what you're writing about uh, here, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the government has explored this since World War II, at least, and they are probably still exploring it. They are currently actually training um, military soldiers to kind of enhance their intuition and so that they can kind of know when there's a IED or the enemies nearby. But um, they had a specific remote viewing program called Stargate. And my book is more of a contemporary setting where my protagonist is hired to um, try to uh, find out where these Chinese assassins are. And behind that all is the Chinese assassins are trying to stop the release of a bioweapon in China. But it's uh, based on a premise that this remote viewing program is still going on today which it may or may not be. You know, some people think it's still going on. So so your protagonist is is Jazz. And uh-huh. who is Jazz? Why is is uh, 
this a place that the government wants to put jazz? So yeah, jazz is this really great remote viewer, you know, and the National Clandestine Service, this guy from the NCS uh, discovers her and thinks she's like the best ever, you know, so... And what is remote viewing for those people in the in the audience who aren't at all familiar with the term? It's uh, basically kind of like psychically or clairvoyantly seeing what's going on in um, distant locations. And Jazz has this ability? Yeah, yeah. Is she okay with it or is she a bit of a troubled soul? Well, she's, she lost her parents when she was 12, and um, she's a bit of a troubled soul. She really has struggled. She's now about like 20, 21, and she has post-traumatic stress disorder. You know, she went through all these trials. So, But she kind of wants to get her life together. She wants to – she agrees to work for the, uh, the CIA and NCS because she wants to use her skill to do something to make a difference. That's an interesting way to go about it. I mean, there are those who would definitely think that helping the CIA would make things safer, therefore better. I'm sure there are some cynics out there who would look at it in a different way, however. Yeah, she kind of changed her view of things later on in the book. So <laughs> it becomes kind of a conspiracy thriller. Well, and she she's asked to thwart the activities of these Chinese assassins who are actually trying to do something positive. They're trying to thwart something uh, bad. Um, and so it, it becomes a little twisty-turny pretty quickly. Yeah, correct. She doesn't know at the time that the Chinese assassins are wanting to stop uh, the release of a bioweapon in China. I might point out that I wrote the book in 2016, so it was before the current pandemic. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not drawing on COVID, but it does relate. So uh, you're you're writing this this series, and and it is a series. There's two more books um, after uh -huh. uh, the first one. You're really coming from a, a true believer status. I mean, there's no question in your mind that uh, although you fictionalized and 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 blown up some of the events uh, for the purposes of good storytelling, the premise itself that remote viewing is a real thing that people are capable of it. This is something that you're very comfortable with. Well, actually, when I first started writing the stories. I was really kind of agnostic about it. And uh, now I'm pretty much a believer. You know, I've really explored it and I'm pretty confident that it's a real thing. What converted you to the idea? More research, I think. And um, there's actually a, a really good um, documentary called Third Eye Spies about it. And um, I did actually try to do remote viewing one time the way that they do. Like there's a lot of stuff on the internet of how to learn to do it, everything. And a lot of times they'll use codes for different locations. And so you they give people the codes and then the people try to see what the location is that they're referencing. And I've only tried it once, but it actually seemed to work. So that was mm -hmm. interesting too. But anyway. <laughs> well, and you mentioned earlier that you are a certified hypnotist and that you've conducted hypnosis. And it's interesting to me, I guess, because, you know, the idea of hypnosis is really only a stride or two separate from, say, positive self-talk or, or positive thinking or what athletes do when they, uh, you know, they envision the outcome. Nobody 
I don't think in the mainstream doubts that, you know, that that doesn't have a, an effect on how they go about their business and whether or not they uh, actually realize their goal. And it seems to me that hypnosis isn't uh, too many steps removed from that. And what you're describing is really only that many steps again removed from hypnosis. So I could see that there's a path there for somebody to, to, to follow, you know, that isn't into the whole woo woo sort of, you know, side of the world. Yeah. I mean, um, I studied psychology in college and stuff, and I've just always been interested in the brain and how it functions and trying to get the most out of it. So that's kind of um, me having an interest in hypnosis is more of an interest in the brain. When I had my practice and was really actively utilizing it, I just saw some pretty amazing results and helped a lot of people. And that turned me into a real believer. Of, of the power of hypnosis. I think it's a real strong tool, a real powerful tool. I actually, um, if anybody's interested, I have a self-hypnosis guide. I use self-hypnosis a lot myself. And so, you know, I could, if anybody wants to find me on Facebook or something and ask me for the self-hypnosis guide, that's, that's something I can give. And you, you were a certified, and help me get this correct, a certified psychiatric rehabilitation specialist. Is that? Uh-huh, that that's correct. What is that exactly? So what that is, is, uh, and every state doesn't have it. It's a great program. And I worked with chronically mentally ill people. So, you know, with really serious mental illnesses and helping them function in society, basically. And how long did you do that? I did that for about 10 years. Oh, wow. So do either of the remote viewing uh, element or your psychiatric rehabilitative specialty or hypnosis have anything to do with the new series that you're working on? Not as much. Um, The series uh, that I'm working on now is tentatively titled Kurdish Warrior Queen, and it's about the women who fight ISIS in Syria. So it's it's a little different. There's some elements of kind of the paranormal in there, so like intuition-wise and this. But um, I just became really fascinated with these women who are very much about women's equality and rights and, and their fight against ISIS. It's kind of a love story because they call this group the YPJ. And one of the commanders of the YPJ falls in love with a special operative sent to help them fight ISIS in North Syria. That's a little bit across the eye. (laughs) It really is, you know, and I know you're supposed to stick with your genre and stuff, but it's still a thriller. (laughs) Oh, no, I mean that the uh, love affair is very much uh, star-crossed. Oh, 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 I guess I gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I'm all in favor of jumping genres. I think you, uh, you oh. know, I think you, you, you throw more lines in the water, you're going to catch more fish. And so why not try something that really storytelling to me, it's, this obviously interests you much as the remote viewer series, uh, you know, held great interest for you. So I think when people write what interests them, they write about it in an, in an interesting way that other people can then enjoy and get that you know, that passion out of it. Yeah, I really agree with that. I can't imagine kind of writing something I wasn't interested in. And I I really became really fascinated with these women. They're still doing great things in Syria, even though it's just, you know, and, and up against just incredible obstacles, you know, they're just heroes, herons. Do you anticipate this being more than one book then? Oh, yeah, I do. I, it's, it's historically pretty accurate. So it's ba- it, most of it is um, Syria and the fight against ISIS from 
2014 to 2018. That's book one. And so now I'm at um, spring of 2018. And I've I started writing book two. Um, I'm kind of letting book one set for a minute, like Stephen King recommends. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to get book one out. Yep. So I can look at it, you know, more objectively. But I should be publishing book one, you know, February, March, and um, hopefully get book two out really quick after that. Right now I'm calling it Kurdish Warrior Queen. And then mm -hmm. the other series, the Remote Viewer series, stands at three books. Uh, will there be any more in that series? Um, oh, potentially. I have thought about doing a, a little twist to book three, but... Um, I wanted to get this Kurdish warrior queen out and done before. Ex uh, who knows what I'll do next? <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who among us knows, right? Uh, so, yeah. where where can people find you, uh, Rhonda? Where can they best uh, find your books? My website is is rondaarmbrust.com. I have links to my Amazon page, for, uh, so I'm on Amazon. You know, if you can search me on my name on Amazon, or you can search the books Remote Viewer Shadow Rescue is book one, and Remote Viewer Phantom Shadow is book two, and book three is Remote Viewer Galaxy Shadow. And uh, before we sign off, I want to ask you, does, uh, does jazz go through you know, a lot of changes uh, by the time we get to the end of that third book? I mean, spoilers notwithstanding. Yeah, she absolutely does. I can say that much. All right, so we have we have some uh, paranormal thrillers, I guess would be what we could call that. Would that be accurate? The remote viewer series would be termed a paranormal thriller, yeah. Um, and the Kurdish warrior queen would be a military. Yeah, more of a military thriller with a romantic twist. A uh, romantic kicker. That's so great. Um, all right. Uh, well, folks, the author is Rhonda Armbrust. The books are the Remote Viewer series and the forthcoming Kurdish Warrior Queen. You can find her on Amazon and at rondaarmbrust.com. Rhonda, after all of the challenges we had to finally get to talk, I want to tell you very sincerely, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate what you're doing here, talking to us authors. That's <laughs> uh, my pleasure. Believe me. All right, there you go, folks, Rhonda Armbrust. And uh, an interesting couple of series, interesting in that they're quite different, uh, and also interesting based on the subject matter. Um, so if that kind of thing interests you, I would encourage you to jump on Rhonda's books. Otherwise, maybe the military thriller with a romance kicker is more your speed. Or if the hypnosis thing uh, interested you, I'd encourage you to, to reach out to her and uh, try that uh, self-hypnosis guide that she is willing to share. All right, on our next episode of Wrong Place, Right Crime, we're going to talk to David Temple. Now, David Temple is a kind of a renaissance man, for sure. Uh, filmmaker, author, long career in radio, podcaster, book narrator, and a whole lot more. Those are just some of the titles that I could throw out and they would stick. So we're going to talk to David about a whole slew of things, including his new podcast, his new book, uh, some of his uh, adventures in filmmaking, uh, and and so forth. Uh, so that's next episode on Wrong Place, Right Crime. Quick Zafiro update for you, or maybe not so quick. I actually have three quick things to share with you. 
The first is a reminder that season four of A Grifter Song is in full swing. You can get episode 22, David Housewright's Dracula Wine, uh, now exclusively on Amazon. And if you're a KU reader, you can read it for free. And then on February 1st, Gabriel Valjean's Diamond Dogs will drop. That's episode 23. And as I shared last episode, we're going to get all the way to episode 28 in July. So coming up, we're going to see Trey Barker, Vincent Zandri, Kat Richardson, Paul Garth, and end the season with Hillary Davidson. So watch for those. A Grifter's Song. This is a series that I created, edit, and sometimes contribute to. And like I said, we're up to episode 22. So check it out. They're all standalones, uh, but there is a meta arc as well. So you can enjoy it whichever way you prefer. Item number two is a forthcoming anthology called To Serve, Protect, and Write. And if that sounds like it's a bunch of cops writing crime fiction, then you nailed it. That is exactly what it is. It's uh, put out by A.B. Patterson, an Australian uh, law enforcement officer turned writer. Uh, And at the time of this recording, it is about to be released. Uh, So if you check out my website, you can find it under anthologies and keep an eye. It should be out soon. My contribution is a story called The Last Cop, which is sort of a somewhat near future, mid future look at the profession. And uh, also with that title, it's rather fitting that it's the final entry in the anthology. Uh, But the cool thing about this story, The Last Cop, is that it has been an idea that has been sitting on my hard drive since uh, probably 2007. And I just never quite had the right venue or quite the right catalyst to completely finish the story and make it work. And uh, for some reason, this is the spark that did it. So I'm pretty excited to see that get out into the world. So to serve, protect, and write an anthology by police officers writing crime fiction coming soon. For something you can act on immediately, hey, my Anya series that I wrote with Jim Wilski is going on sale on January 20th of 2022 uh, for five days. And during that time period, you can get Blood on Blood, the first book in the series, for free. And the rest of the series is at 99 cents. Uh, And uh, the box set will also be discounted. So that is from the 20th through the 24th, exclusively on Amazon. And as always, if you have Kindle Unlimited, you can read that for free. If you're listening to this outside of that window, don't worry. They go on sale few times a year, and they're certainly priced reasonably outside of the sales. All right, that's it. Rather lengthy Zafiro update this episode. Uh, Let's move into something more important, and that is to say thank you. Uh, Thank you to Rhonda for coming on the show, Down Out Books for being a great sponsor, and as always, you, the listener, thanks for coming on this journey, checking out the authors that interest you that come on this show, and uh, supporting the show. All right. David Temple on our next episode of Wrong Place, Right Crime. Until then, this is Frank Zaffaro reminding you that sometimes you gotta be in the wrong place to write crime. (laughs) 